Mark Charlie. Mark, one Charlie. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. And we're still seeing it quite well through that haze. T-37 seconds. Fight is growing e equals MC. That all men are created about the future innovations. And growing strength in the air. Ignition sequence this is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Hello and welcome to Finding Your Frequency. My name is Jeff Spinard. I am the CEO and president of World Talk Radio, home to the Voice America Talk Radio and TV networks. Joining me, my co-host, 12-year colleague, 17-year veteran, and Vice President of Broadcast Operations here for Voice America, Mr. Ryan Treasure. Jeff, Ryan. thanks so much for the introduction. I'm so excited to be back after our little week hiatus of yes. travel. So definitely excited to be back here in the studio. It seemed like forever since uh, we've been on the mic. It's only been, you know, we missed one week. I know, it's crazy. It's, it, time flies when you're having live events. Just love that mic, you know. <laughs> Bring it. Speaking of, well, first of all, uh, last week's show, our live show the week before last week, uh, we talked about defining your goals. We had two excellent guests, Ms. Tacey Trump and Mr. Jordan Kimmel on the show. Yeah, they were really good guests to have on and really spelled out, you know, what it was like for uh, um, the professional in that space to really get engaged. Yeah, it was very helpful. I think uh, both uh, Tacey comes from the world of executive producers. She's been with us now. Uh, going on 14 years now. This is this month is our 17 year anniversary, Ryan. Yay! Happy birthday, happy Voice birthday. America. Happy anniversary, Voice America. <laughs> Woohoo! So anyway, Tacey's been with us for 14 years now. Has so much uh, diversity in the space. Uh, knows her clients very well. Was able to give us some excellent tips on defining uh, goals, uh, but also Jordan uh, Kimmel. Jordan, uh, uh, MSNBC, yeah. CBS, uh, US, uh, USA Today, the guy's all over the place, yeah, not to he, mention Fox Business. He made an interesting point, too, about making goals. <laughs> and you know, even though that you could have a bunch of goals that you preset for yourself, for your program, or where you want to go, there were always, for him in, in that instance, he had these other goals that kind of were hidden and popped up out of nowhere that kind of manifested just because of the, the strategy that was put in place. Right, which was what we'll be talking to today. Good segue, yeah. Good segue in. Uh, yes, today's goal is, of course, planning your strategy. Uh, which we will get into in a moment. I want to talk about some of Voice America's strategy, which we've just come back from as several events. Uh, Ryan, we've been on the road for the yeah. last week and a half. It was almost like uh, when we were publicly traded and yeah. we went on road shows, you know, and we, we did that. We went to uh, uh, Fort Lauderdale and then over to New York City and then uh, American Film Market. Yeah, just bouncing all around. I mean, we, we met some. <laughs> we went East Coast, West Coast, East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 was, it was taxing, you know, uh, 10, 15 years ago. I love to travel. Uh, would have been something that I would have been very excited to do. Yeah. But by the time I had gone to L.A., I was ready for my own bed. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but while we were out, of course, we made some very interesting uh, contacts. Um, New York uh, was, was, a, was a great event. Man, to be in, you know, 
like the heart of the United States where a lot of technology comes out of, right, either Silicon Valley or New mm-hmm. York City, to be there in front of, you know, all of the change makers in the advertising technology and delivery industry and really learn about programmatic advertising and how it works in, in our space and then also how, you know, some of the other big boys in the space are sure. doing it was definitely interesting. And to learn that Voice America in all of its glory has kept up, if not kept up, been ahead uh, of the quote-unquote competition. I really don't look at other companies as competition. Uh, We share a space. We all do what we do in that space. Some of us do it better than others. Agreed. 100%. 100%. So we we actually came across a company yeah. that is go, we're going to be uh, hopefully working with. We'll find out soon. Yep. Uh, but for some of our ad inventory, so our host will be uh, at least semi-enthusiastic for right now that, you know, we might be working with a company that's going to help us to fill up some of that empty uh, inventory uh, with some paying clients. Yeah, it was <laughs> definitely a, a little bit of a relief just kind of knowing that uh, there were people out there in the in the agency space uh, looking at Voice America and what we do as a viable alternative for, um, you know, advertising to uh, people in non-traditional means that, that hits a, grass, a grassroots kind of movement a little bit outside of the traditional media, which I'm sure we're all sick of after this election cycle. <laughs> oh, you, you, you mentioned election. Hey, just, I don't know if I have an opinion. Well, I do have an opinion, but I'm not sure I'm ready to share that. No, I just know that the media was crazy for the last year while we were going through this whole thing. And I'm glad it's over so we can yeah. all focus on um, other things. Not that the election wasn't important, but uh, that's if on. we can't focus. I mean, there's still so much negativity out there. The bottom line is, guys, it's done. Now let's move forward in a positive fashion to see what we can accomplish with our new business focused president. It's, yeah, and you know what I tell all the people that are upset, right? You have half the country upset, half the country happy. If you didn't like the way that it turned out, then you just got to work harder for the next time that we have the election in four years and hope that your candidate comes through then, right? Yeah, yeah. The campaign was uh, brutal. Just, you know, <laughs> it focused on so much negativity that it's like the issues themselves got pushed to the side in order to figure out who's smearing the other one the best. I think some of those candidates had a little bit problem uh, with their planning their strategy. Oh, I think so. And, and executing that. I didn't think they, they <laughs> planned on the other party to come up with certain things. Right. So. Yeah. Maybe they didn't put it on paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's part of the strategy. you got to follow strategy, which brings us back into the show. Um, well, we uh, American film market. Oh, yeah. American- that, yeah. That was a really big event. Let me tell you something. We were at the Lowe's Hotel uh, right on the beach. Uh, Santa Monica, uh, Santa right? Santa Monica. Yep. yep. Santa Monica Beach. Uh, this hotel, you know, it was it's a decent size uh, resort hotel, uh, but the inside is tremendous because it goes up eight floors, and on each tier, everybody looks down into the middle uh, downstairs. So Voice America had its own private studios on the top floor, right at the, right at the, on the eighth floor. And as you walk in, seeing everybody's little studio, there were some, you know, big uh, 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 companies there, mm-hmm. broadcasting companies. I'm not going to go over names. But um, Voice America Talk Radio was one of those people. And, you know, quiet, uh, you know, the quiet signs are up and, you know, people can go in and sit down and watch the show. Uh, right. But then you know, they're on deck for a guest appearance. We met some very interesting people at this. I mean, this is Hollywood's big film uh, push. You know, there's buyers and sellers, and everybody's 
jockey into yeah, something. When you, when you told me about uh, you know one of the gentlemen that you met and his smallest project of the year was like $21 million yeah. on, a, on a movie purchase for distribution, I was like, well, if that was his smallest project, I'd love to see yeah. what his large projects yeah, look uh, like, right? Phil, Phil Pento, he was doing it. In fact, he was doing the, uh, the Weibo. Was the, the Weibo. Yeah, yeah, the Weibo. So he was doing interviews. Uh, you know, he had the a- AFM backdrop. Uh, and of course, I was standing there just watching. You know, I was pacing the place and you know looking at different things, talking to different people. And he saw me standing there, so he pulled me over. He's like, "Oh, who are you? You own Voice America? Yeah, I own Voice America." So we started talking about the platform and how he could utilize that, because with video projects, we have a TV network, right? Uh, and our platform is capable of doing everything from you know live pay per views to subscription based, you know, live on location. We can do anything with the platform as well as create private label channels. So that was very interesting. So he pulled me up. He interviewed me uh, live while we were there. Uh, and it was great. In fact, he's he left a message for me yesterday. So we're going to talk next week about maybe putting together a private platform for him. Yeah, perfect. And I think cool Voice stuff. America TV got uh, everything that he needs for that to yes. monetize and advertise. and That we do. That we do. All right, let's talk about this week's uh, show. Um, planning your strategy. After 21 years, going on 22 years in the business, I've worked with you know over a thousand professionals. It could be more up to the 2,000. You, know, you lose track after a while. But um, when you're planning a strategy, you know when you start the conversation and you're looking to uh, define your message, uh, define your goals, uh, determine whether or not you want to do TV, radio, or both. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and then you, you define uh, your goals. Now we're talking about a strategy. Now it's getting out of your head and it's putting on paper. So what you need to do is you need to start talking about, okay, what series am I looking at? Okay, we're going to start off on a 13-week series. What do I need to, to, to put together to start moving forward to get these, these things ready? So when you're planning your strategy, what you're doing is you're writing out a 13-week proposal, right? which is what we work with our clients on. They have to put a proposal together to determine what the content's going to be, how that's going to take shape. Now, does that mean they have to follow that for the full 13 weeks? No. No. Things may change and shows may come up and things happen. Trends change. Of course. So, But at least being prepared for those 13 weeks uh, is the name of the game. Just like uh, um, Finding Your Frequency, it's based off of the book. We'll start there, and then we'll move on into other stuff. Yeah. But our strategy, of course, is covering each chapter of the book. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's, that's the first step. And then, of course, you know, with potential topics for each show, you want to decide, well, who can I have on as a guest? Right. You know, what guests are going to fit what topics? You know, part of planning the strategy uh, and then you might even want to start thinking of what kind of sponsors you want to, you want to have. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a certain topic may fit right in with a, a certain sponsor. Yeah. You know, the message and a sponsor go together. An advertiser oh, looks for a number. A sponsor looks for content. Yeah, a sponsor wants to align uh, their selves, their message, their services, goods, or whatever that case may be, along with the the content. So that way it has a, um, a, par- a parallel where they're working kind of in conjunction. And a lot of times, you know, the sponsors, uh, you know, with a few shows that we have, it's an exclusive today. It's exclusive. <laughs> exclusive. Exclusivity. Okay. Right here. Yeah, but you're right. Uh, sponsors, you know, they definitely look to align themselves with a certain topic. Um, and then what you want to think about is you want to think about some of your current assets. 
In other words, websites, uh, what blogs you have out there, your Facebook, your 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 social networking campaign. Yeah, because I think it's important, you know, not to just focus. I mean, you got to focus on the content. That's like eighty percent of what you want to do. But uh, you know, strategizing and planning how you're going to put the word out about who you're going to interview and talk to, and making sure that social stuff is in place right. is really important as well. Yeah, your strategy is your directions. I mean, that's that's how you're following the map to get to where you want to go. And like I said, you might be able to get, get a shortcut, but you want to follow that roadmap first. And then, of course, you want to always prepare for a marketing strategy. And again, that's using the same assets I was just talking about with Facebook and Google Plus, and you've got your own, you know, uh, lists with yeah. content, you know, strategy lists, and you know, you want to make sure that marketing is always going to be part of the strategy once you have that show developed. Yeah, that marketing piece is a really key component of uh, creating uh, a buzz around the topics that you're creating and keeping it all on an even keel and making sure people know what you're doing. Uh, you know, like you said, blogs, the social media, and then, uh, you know, constant contact, mail survey monkey and all those different <laughs> <laughs> mail monkey, survey monkey, two different companies. But uh, yeah, all kinds of different ways, uh, you know, to get that marketing uh, piece put together. And that's something we will talk about later because that's another chapter in the book so we'll get to that later that's why i don't want to dive into certain things too much because that's for another show so uh ryan yeah absolutely guys we're uh, streaming live right here on facebook live voice america facebook.com forward slash voice america you can check out our twitter at radio ryan one and of course at jeff spinney Two. check us out we're going to take a quick commercial break and when we come back from this break we're going to bring on our first guest mr jeremy borderman stay tuned we'll be right back Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. 
The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. I'm Ryan Treasure. And we are here. This gentleman has over a decade of experience in talent management and the entertainment industry. Mr. Borman, Bornman is uniquely positioned to understand both sides of the studio. Formerly a print and runway model, he trans- transitioned to the other side of the camera in talent acquisition and casting for movies, radio, and television. He very easily identifies marketable ideas and the importance of high-quality, consistent content that produces a significant shift in his client's bottom line. Most importantly, he has a passion and a genuine heart for people and building long-lasting relationships with them. Quote, my goal here at Voice America is to build amazing relationships with my hosts and to work hand-in-hand with them to help achieve their goals and have their voices be heard. Jeremy Bornman, welcome to the show. Guys, it's a pleasure to be here. That was a very that was eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I didn't write this. Eloquently written, Jeff. I'm proud what of you. What is this? Get, to get rid of this. <laughs> Just get rid of that. We gotta go. That's now, too formal for me. You know what? It's uh, it's a great uh, great little write up. Obviously, everything true about it. Tell us a little bit about your background, Jeremy. Uh, like you said, I I was in and around the camera for a while on the Pretty other boy. side of the camera. Then, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> then, <about> tra- <laughs> thank you. Appreciate that. Transition to the other side, and I, I like this a lot more. I mean, I, that gave me a lot of experience to be in the seat that I sit in now. Mm-hmm. So it, it's been a lot of fun. I've had a lot of very cool experiences in my life. I'm an old man now, so. Uh, yeah, right. Okay. Hey, <laughs> He's uh, as old as I am. I don't consider myself old, and I'm much older than I you. I am so. no spring chicken. No, you're not. <laughs> you're beyond a youngster, though, even though I call you like a a kid, you know. Yeah, that's kind of true. So here we are today, Jeremy. We're discussing planning your strategy. You work with a number of clients here at the network. You've put uh, some of uh, the, I would say, leading shows on the network. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, your strat- your planning strategy. How do you work with clients to help with that particular topic? It's a lot of fun. Honestly, it's in looking, as an executive producer, in looking for someone from the very beginning. It's somebody that's got to be interesting, fun. I have hosts from all different backgrounds. Some of them have a little bit of background in radio or television. Some of them have absolutely none. 
So it's fun to be able to work with the ones that don't have zero experience. <laughs> You're starting from the very beginning. but That's where you can get real creative. That's where you got to get That's the best part. Honestly, the, the most fun of this job to me is the creative part, yeah. you know, because it's everybody's different. Everybody's business is different. Their business models are different. Yep. So you have to find a way to work with all of them. In a way that works. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it, you got to know your audience, know who the person is. And I thoroughly enjoy building relationships with them. That's, yeah. well, you do, you that's do a where great, I live. You do a great job with your clients. You know, obviously, I hear from them every now and then. Mm-hmm. And, you know, or they they walk in the door. You know, they're from out of state and they come out. We love each and, other. Of course. <laughs> and I do notice that when you're working with the blank canvas, you spend a lot of time with people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, helping them to see different lights and coming from dis- different aspects and different topics. And let's play with this. Let's, you know, let's make this. Let's do, let's accomplish the goals we're looking to accomplish, mm-hmm. but let's have some fun with this. True. And a lot of people get, I mean, these are good quality business professionals and they're at the top of their field. But yeah. when it comes to radio and doing this kind of stuff and promotion and marketing, they don't know as much from time to time. So to take them out of that and open their eyes to a different, like, wow, I can do this, or I can talk to this, or I have this person on, that's a lot of fun. Right, so. right. Jeremy, talk to us. You have a background in uh, athletics. Uh, you had a different strategy growing up. Long time ago. Tell us a little, about, a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, I've been an athlete my whole life. I've played uh, basketball, baseball, football. In college, I played basketball and baseball, and then I left college to come here to Arizona to mm-hmm. play baseball and sign a professional contract and then eventually got hurt and stopped. But yeah, I mean, sports definitely has, and being an athlete my whole life, there's I mean, it's obviously strategy. Dude, that's sports. strategy yeah, all the way, man. All that's, that's, that's what sports <laughs> right. is. It's all about the strategy. But there's strategy in yourself and yeah. training and work that you put in. And in baseball, you know, and playing on, well, the minor leagues and sure. professional level, there's strategy in every pitch that's thrown. Yeah. You know, I played outfield and center field. And so, you know, you got to kind of, you're thinking two, one, two, three steps ahead. And that's a fun See, part of it. One it's thing not I just all do. physical. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I was pretty good at ball myself. I right. never made it to the, the minors or anything, but mm-hmm. I was pretty good. The one thing I could not do is play the outfield. I could not tell where the ball was coming. But off you of throw that a bat. ninety-five mile an hour fastball. Well, yeah, at the time it was about eighty-six to ninety. It was somewhere. In there. Well, it wasn't a bad fastball, but that's I could put for, it, I could put it wherever I wanted to. That's key. Yeah, placement yeah. is key. It that's was. where you go from the top collegiate level to the pros. It's a lot different. Yep. Placement. Yeah, placement. It's placement, and it's changing placement. speeds. These yes, guys exactly. know how to change Jeremy, speeds and pitches. So. How, how do you tie in, you know, preparation for? You know, a, a, a baseball game pregame, right? Your mm-hmm. your strategy, your planning session pregame. How do you tie that together with uh, strategy and planning and your daily component of media with Voice America and the host that you manage? Athletics wise, I mean, I had a pregame routine for every sport that I played. Certain kind of music, certain songs. So, well, um, do you have? It, it is very mental, but it's the same type of thing when I come to work every day and when working right. with my host. It's 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 mental. You have to be able to again. You know your audience, who the host is. Some people are very business oriented. Some people just want to kind of chat about the day, and you kind of they're more sure. laid back. And you kind of know your audience, and and you work to them in that capacity. So you, it's different. We have a pretty wide variety of programming. We do. Uh, do you strategize about? What kind of programs you want to work with, or what's your what's your sure? Take I mean, on that? we talk about some of that stuff in some of the meetings we have of what we're looking to develop, and you know, we don't have a show on this. Let's you know, let's look at some professionals in this field, and that's a part of, again, that's a part of my job that I enjoy right. is finding those people and talking to them and saying, okay, what do you have? What's your content? Why do you do it? 
and how can you excel? Okay, so, so you don't you necessarily find, look at attacking what you know. You're open to attack anything. I'm open to attacking anything. But, I think that's the way you should. That is strategic in a way. Is agreed. you need to be open and, but when you can help these people excel, in a way that is very very rewarding from where I sit. So I enjoy Absolutely. that. Absolutely, uh, it's such. It is. You know, you mentioned rewarding. Of course, it's rewarding because. After so long and working with so many different types of people, I mean, I've worked with guys like George Lucas. Mm-hmm. You know, here's a guy, you know, who wrote Star Wars, for God's sake. <laughs> you know, and but the rewarding part uh, is not only to meet and have something like that as part of your portfolio, but the fact that we were able to work together to build his educational foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was called Edutopia. Uh, it was a magazine they were looking to release not to mention the K through, I believe it was K through college, mm-hmm. but they worked on everything education. So to help establish that that program, to build the strategy for a weekly show, who was going to be the guests on that show, what we were looking to accomplish each and every mm-hmm. week, uh, it was the show started for thirteen on a thirteen week pilot series, went mm-hmm. for two years. Mm-hmm. At the end of two years, it was so busy that. I, I, unfortunately, I hate to say this, but they couldn't do the show anymore. They but you helped build that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and that's something that, you know, I'm pretty proud of. That's some, it's something you can be proud yeah. of. And that's the thing. And it, it, it's part of strategy, too, with the first 13 weeks when yep. I work with my hosts. From the very beginning, I want to know their business goals and their personal goals. That's the most important thing to me. Content is key. You have to have a, a good, you know, good content in your show. But when you can help them reach personal goals and business goals that otherwise they wouldn't have been able to reach, that, like you said, is extremely rewarding. And I've sure. got some very well-known hosts that I work with and have mm-hmm. helped them with organizations and starting organizations and raising money for their foundations and things like that. So that's a lot of fun. And that stuff opens up as the show progresses. It does. So it, it op- there's a lot that's of opportunities where that strategy that. starts to yeah. you know, unfold and more things come about. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that listen to our network, but when a host starts out, it's, it's not you want to have listeners and you want to grow that listening sure. base but it's also about who is listening you want to put them sure. in front of the right people that can help them with those business goals and personal goals and what they're looking to accomplish so that's what we do that's how we strategize well said young man i like that <laughs> good job good job yeah that's really good jeremy that's you know one of the things uh, i've been on several calls with you with hosts and uh, you know one of the things that i do like about your approach with the way that you deal with those clients is kind of you know on a step by step basis walking them through each component of planning mm-hmm. and strategy and not overwhelming them from the get go and kind of segmenting it out so they can absorb it uh, and i think that's also key to strategy too is you know making sure that as you you know set up your topics for the 13 weeks that you're not you know trying to sit down in 2 hours and cram all 13 weeks right. in one you know plan and really it's overwhelming yeah really put some thought into each individual piece and give it the time because I think that time that you put in uh, pregame uh, will will lend itself to a more exciting program and more delivered components at the end. Yeah, and yeah, you sure. build that relationship, and it helps you working forward. You know, sure. moving forward with them, you have I to think, have that relationship. Uh, I think important. when Ryan comes in, is Ryan is our uh, uh, VP of Broadcast Operations, so he's the guy that you know not only handles the production team and all that, but he also handles. The stats and the numbers. Mm-hmm. And that comes into play with all of our hosts at, at certain times. Some hosts, you know, it doesn't their listener probably doesn't matter. The sponsor is supporting that show because of the content that's there. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, my hosts love Ryan. Yeah. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love Ryan? Ryan not love Ryan Treasure. <laughs> well, Jeremy, listen, it was great having you on the show. 
Uh, I thank you for making this uh, appearance. Absolutely. Why don't, why don't we have pleasure. Jeremy stay on with us, and uh, when we bring Kareem on, you we know can what? have a, That's a, a good round idea, Mister Roundtable. Yeah, absolutely. We'll Guys, bring, we're going to bring Kareem on. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Go check us out. Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We're streaming it live at Jeff Spinney 2 at Radio Ryan 1. Check us out. We'll be right back on the other side of this commercial break with Kareem Rush, former L.A. Laker. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. I'm your co-host, Mr. Ryan Treasure. And we are waiting on our next guest. Our next guest is... Uh, pro athlete, L.A. Laker, 2002 first draft. Um, he's tied up right now. I didn't. Ex- I was hoping that he would, you know, make it right on time. But and we know what happened. This here. is why you plan and strategize, exactly. right? We have our other guest, Mr. Jeremy Borman, still joining us here in the studio. We as held we, him hostage. You know, I think you guys just like having me around. I think that's <laughs> you just know. like being face to face. right. Here, so You're I all right. This to is have, all. You know, yeah. You're pleasant to look at. You know, model you. <laughs> you are kind of pretty. Wow. wow. <laughs> this is now, going we'll, down. We'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's edit that part out. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I think uh, as, as we wait for Kareem to jump on with us as he finishes up uh, another interview on another uh, media outlet, we'll be joining us in a moment. But we'll, we'll, we'll be getting him on. But uh, we got Jeremy here. Let's uh, jump back into a little bit of the conversation on, you know, planning and strategy as it relates to, uh, you know, mirroring some things in the sports world versus what we do here at Voice America. And I was sitting here as we were uh, uh, kind of strategizing what we were going to do in the in the break time. <laughs> Guys, we're <laughs> strategizing about all strategy. So just get ready, strategy, strategy, We're strategizing about strategy. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, but sometimes you have to strategize on the fly, yeah, right? That's and that's true. what I wanted to bring up. You know, is always being prepared in radio or in live television because uh, Murphy's Law is that what can happen will. will. We experience that on a daily basis with, you know, running radio shows sure. as we just did now with our guests kind of later than what we had strategized and planned for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how, how do you coach through uh, or coach your hosts through, you know, that type of scenario and being ready 
for the technical glitch, the blip, the CBS uh, NFL Super Bowl blackout moment or something like that, right? <laughs> it happens. It does that. happen. There'll be a guest that'll dip off the last second. They'll be like, okay, I'm done, or I can't make it, or something will happen, or you can't connect in some right. way. So it's we always go through that in the very beginning. It's nice to have a, a maybe a pre-record in the bag just in case something happens, you can't connect, or you get stuck in traffic, or... God forbid you have an accident, whatever happens. So that's part of the strategy before the show even starts. And they know yeah. that. So we, we go over that. Yeah. And you got it. Like you said, you have to be prepared, prepared for anything because it probably will happen. We got to do that on our four to, our four, <laughs> the 15th episode after we get through the book is, is do a show all around the, the, the weird and funny experiences that we've all gone through <laughs> when, when the plan hasn't worked out quite the way yeah, that you right. wanted it to, because it's live. Right. Uh, We've we've experienced it all: car wrecks, kids being born, yeah, you know, exactly all, right. you name it. It's happened. Those are good yeah. excuses. Five cow pile. I had a host of mine just this last week. She was uh, her computer just went blank like about two minutes before the show. She's running around hustling. Oh, she actually connected out. via her son's computer. Yeah, her eight year old's computer. Nice. Yeah. He's yeah. like, give me that Kindle Fire, boy. Yeah. He was very <laughs> he was doing very, the show on Skype. Awesome. I take it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was very excited. He's like, well, I saved the day. Yeah, he, so. he felt good. He's like nice, was mom, proud, mom, mom proud superhero. Moment. He was. He felt good about it. Yeah. Very nice. Very See, nice. Well, that was her backup backup plan. A B C Z. Kids laptop. She went all the way down <laughs> to Plan Z. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she that was the last. And it probably happened in about sixty seconds. Yeah, it was literally two minutes before the show. She's like, oh. Yeah, that's why I always love, you know, our engineering yeah, yeah, team. Say, your production yeah, guys, guys are, go through this all the time. They probably God go through them. that like five times a day yeah. with, the, you know, this, that, or the other. I'm trying to call your guest on Skype, they've and they're not everything. answering the phone. Yeah. They know it's showtime, and they're not even online. Yeah, or there's still six minutes left to the show, and they ran out of content. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, I didn't time my show right, so we, uh, what yeah. can we do here? We so. will never have that problem here. <laughs> no, no. We'll, we can probably extend the show to <laughs> a two-hour two show, get some yeah. extra guests yeah, in here, and really have some fun. So, Jeremy, sir, you are the man on uh, in the spotlight right now. Um, you've gone over a lot of great information uh, about being ready and planning your strategy for the show. Mm-hmm. How do you plan for your day? What's your strategy each and every day? My daily life? Yeah. yeah well, I do love coming into work. I don't, I'm not a big breakfast guy. No. Me neither. I need to start eating breakfast. I've talked to a couple of hosts of mine that do some health shows and – I, evidently, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. It's not <laughs> so for me. Say, you know. <laughs> My <laughs> giant pizza at Autos every day. Is, <laughs> I'm like the, My the, 12-inch the pizza coffee I, I drink in the morning. That's yeah. my breakfast, right? Yeah, we I don't know. like coffee. So, Jeremy, you got your own times of the day too. <laughs> so when I talk about strategy, I know that 11 o'clock he's running out to get his subway, and at two o'clock he's going to get his pizza. You just have your set ways about. You. I love you, man. I like to eat. I like yeah. food. Food is good. Yeah, it's great. I'm just going to make basically my whole strategy around the. Day is when am I going to eat? <laughs> and so it's just, when everybody sees this on camera, they're going to be like, the dude ate a Subway sandwich at 11 and a whole pizza at 12, and he still only weighs a buck 60. <laughs> a buck wet, 60. Right. Wow, that would be, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I got a little insulation. You know, Jeremy's an athletic guy. You know, obviously you have an athletic background, but we went to the Jerry Colangelo uh, Golf Classic we did. Uh, not too long ago, and uh, Jeremy swings a good iron, too. I like golf. I yeah. As playing. exciting as that was, like I'd never seen you play golf. I knew you were an athlete. And, you know, Jeremy went out there. He he acts and does the part, and he has dude, a nice swing. Did you see him bowling? Dude, he's so even, good. We went bowling, and the kid looks like a pro bowler. Hey, but you know <laughs> what? amazing. Even, even more importantly, we played we played horse with Jerry Colangelo. We did. Yeah, we, we did. played horse. With and the most powerful man in world finger. basketball. And I will say this, that I was beating everybody at the end. Even though we didn't play a complete game, 
I still only had pee. That's up for pee in a game debate. of horse. That <laughs> <laughs> was pig horse, right? Yeah, Jerry's right. about as sweet of a guy as you'll ever meet. I think he like jammed his finger or something. He his, did. His, yeah, he was hitting twenty foot jumpers all day. Championship ring off. Yeah, he was. He was, uh, he was rocking the jumper. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Over with Mitch Richmond and those guys. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Though that's those are strategic events too. All, when you go to those kind of things, you talk about strategy of an expo, or we went to the small business expo here in, Char- in uh, Phoenix, and that event. You know, so you're strategizing who you're going to talk to, where yeah. you're going to set up, how you're going to look, what's your presence there. Yeah, exactly. that's important too. And then so. we just got off the round. We just talked about that at the beginning of the show <laughs> about all the events we're doing and yeah. you know why we set up shop and all that. And you are 100 percent right. That's all part of the Absolutely. the Voice America strategy. Yep, getting, you know, as a there's two strategies when you do the live events, whether it's an expo or whether you're, you know that live broadcast. You either have a plan that you have every single minute accounted for, or you go completely off the cuff. You can't go anywhere in the middle. It has right. to be one or the other or it doesn't work um, yep. yeah my I, other I, strategy in life is just to go off the cuff <laughs> yeah, that's just, how I live my life <laughs> <laughs> so after five you're off the cuff <laughs> after five <laughs> it, whatever happens happens <laughs> shooting the shite <laughs> <laughs> yes yes weekends and uh, after hours it's uh, your poker strategy yeah. I do like to play poker I am I, I enjoy poker yeah I, I lay pretty low though. I stay out of trouble yeah do you do, do that best. well too I, yeah I think yeah. I do now yeah, yeah. there you go I pick up pretty well behaved. Do you watch the uh, poker channel or? No, I don't really watch the poker Come on, channel. I, mean, I, like, I mean, I've played poker yeah. with my dad forever, so I mean, we it goes way back. But we're not gambling, gambling. You know, we, I play in free poker tournaments and things like that. Oh, you're not yeah. like running down to the I talking stick one world with your paycheck no, every no, 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 no. That's not good, know, that's not good life strategy <laughs> at all. Jeremy needs a new pair of shoes. He asked me for a hundred bucks a couple weeks ago. I was like, what the, what happened? It's the next time you have to be like, Jeremy, uh, do you I thought he was betting on the pony or something. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a problem, Jeremy? <laughs> no, no, that's, that's not. I think I gambled one a while back, and I don't know. I think I won. I'm taking you guys to see the ponies this year. I got uh, 20 uh, 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 tickets to go to the uh, to the racetrack right over at Turf Paradise. My uncle's mm-hmm. a trainer there, so we're going to get this. I got 20 box seat tickets up in the top, and we're all going to go. I'm go bet I don't even know what that is. Be, I'm like trifecta. And all. I couldn't time, even bet on horse racing hey, if you gave me free Right on. Money. A sport so. I can help you there with. We <laughs> there we go. You know what? There you we'll go. take the consultation from Ryan, uh, Mr. Ryan Treasure on that one. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that for I don't sure. Mind learning uh, the ponies. I, I haven't the, been either. I've been to the dog race, which I imagine has got to be very similar to the dog races. Yeah. It's back exactly in, the same. Back yeah. in southern New England, we don't have horse tracks. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I can't. There's certain horse tracks elsewhere, but uh, in Rhode Island, you know, we have the Lincoln Greyhound uh, dog park, which is a a big one all the way up the east coast. So yeah, because uh, gambling also takes. Planning and strategy. <laughs> yes, it does. Clearly, you know, <laughs> unless you're you flipping Video, slot machine. It, it does. Last year, video poker, I won uh, fourteen thousand dollars playing video poker. That's because you're an anomaly. That's not normal. I had a strategy, though. Oh my god, I did. I'm telling you, and it worked just about ninety five percent. You of the always time. win playing. I'm telling you, man, he does always 14, win. Always win. Fourteen grand. I probably put out about two thousand. Like, I got a, I got a, I got a story on that one. God Jeff and I are returning from a Super Bowl <laughs> broadcast, right? We're flying uh, through Las, through Las Vegas was our connecting flight back to Phoenix, right? So you get into Vegas and they have those little pods, right, where you can go in there and smoke cigarettes and and play and play, uh, you know, the video in the poker airport. in the airport, yeah, right? Yeah. So uh, we're waiting for the plane. Our plane gets delayed. Jeff's like, oh, we'll go over here and we'll hit a couple slots. 
slots, you know. And we've been in there five minutes. He puts a $100 bill in. I had enough time to pull the handle one time. And Jeff goes, up, oh, I win. Boom, $1,000 right then and there on the spot. And, I, you know, I, I sat there for a minute. I played my 20. Jeff waited for me. I lost my entire $20. And then we're like, oh, let's go get a bite to eat. We get a sandwich. Uh, look at the monitor. Planes delayed some more. So we go back. Jeff takes out another $100 from the 1000 he just won from before, sticks it in the same machine. Again, hit the button one time, another $1,000. It was the, the most anomalous now, strategy I'd ever I'm gonna seen. Say, I'm going to say this. The first time, yes, it was like my second uh, draw. Uh, the next time, it took me a couple of hands, but I still played the same strategy. And the good news is we can welcome Mr. Kareem Rush to the show. Yeah. Um, first of all, let me give you a little background. Kareem is a pro athlete who played for five NBA franchises. Uh, L.A. Lakers first round draft pick in 2002. Charlotte Bobcats, Indiana Pacers, Philadelphia 76ers, and the L.A. Clippers. Uh, and who is known for what has been called the lethal three-point shot. Swish. Gunner. He is also an R&B recording artist and an entrepreneur with a long track record of community activism. His charitable work in the areas of anti-bullying, youth sports, and access to affordable health care has focused on underserved communities and culminated in two major altruistic endeavors. Commitment to the healthy psychosocial development of young athletes and to the long-term financial viability of retired pro athletes as a founding executive of kid-friendly sports and commitment to black philanthropy via, uh, via the Give Black Foundation. Kareem, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me on. How are you yeah, guys good. doing? Absolutely. That was, that, that was a long one. I had to get that all out. That was a good introduction right there. Thank you. Thank I, you. I was. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, Kareem, thanks for calling in. Yeah. We appreciate being on the show today. I think you guys are having me again. Yeah, absolutely. So you ran ran into a little bit of trouble there. Yeah, we. Uh, I'm actually. We, I'm in St. Louis. Um, I'm part of the new Champions League. Uh, yes. A bunch of former NBA players. It's, it's kind of. Uh, I liken it to like the LP, uh, the senior PGA tour. So yep. it's uh you know guys probably 36 and above, 16 teams. Gonna be the first uh, kind of summer you know uh, pro basketball league. So we're in St. Louis. We got our first game uh, tomorrow, and uh, I was doing a, a kind of a little promo interview. I'm not supposed to jump on with you guys, so I apologize for that. Now, you know what? I appreciate you being on. You know, we expect this all the time. We we knew, you know, we heard that you were going to be a little bit late, so we just carried on with Jeremy. It fit right into the show. Yeah, you know, we talked about having a, a strategy and a plan when you, you work on creating digital content. And, of course, uh, we had to have a little uh, backup strategy and plan uh, as, as we, uh, you know, kind of talked a little bit to Jeremy. He's a, a former professional baseball player, kind of about how he used to use the game and strategize and how it relates to media and uh Led, led us right into bringing you on board. So it wasn't a problem at all because we had a strategy. Oh, right. perfect. Yeah, there it is. Now, Kareem, you also have a background in media. Uh, you've I done do. radio. So tell us a little bit about uh, today's focus, of course, is planning your strategy. Uh, how do you strategize about your show? So tell uh, us a little I mean, bit how, uh, about how you strategize. I mean, you know, obviously basketball and sports, and, you know, yeah. I'm a Britain. So when I was approached by curious. This was 2012 to do a uh, the first ever you know fancy basketball show. I jumped on you know opportunity. Uh, you know, knowing being you know, through my years in the league, always had a relationship. You know, I can kind of you know you know as guests. So uh, with me, I mean, it was pretty easy. I was able to you know, kind of transition very you know, very to radio, enjoy right. every process of it. Um, as you know, beyond just radio, also uh, produced uh, the first like a documentary kind of in the ESPN 
for 30 uh, Ox on me and my brothers. Uh, we, we actually won a direct TV competition, you know, last year. I received $50,000 to kind of, you know, a full-length doc. And that debuted uh, this past April uh, on the Audience Network, which is an affiliate uh, to DirecTV. And we actually started the uh, film festival circuit, and we premiered last week in the Kansas City for the first one. So, uh, very, you know, sports is, you know, sports media, you know, I was, you know, you know where you know, I, I make my home, and you know, I've been able to kind of utilize, you know, relationships I've been in the lead to kind of you know, transition into, you know, a lot of different things, you know, sure. in the media space. Excellent, excellent. Um, let me just ask you one thing, thing Kareem. Uh, are you in a location that you, it's kind of choppy? Is there is there any way to move kind of towards a, a better location? Or let me see if I can move. I'm downstairs. Okay, actually, you sound good now. <laughs> you were coming in and out for a second there, and you know. Is that better. Yes, you sound great. You sound okay, great. great. Now you say yeah, uh, you worked on some projects with your brothers. You got a lot of things going on, so I would imagine every day is a new strategy for you. Yeah, every day. I wake up in the morning. I have whiteboards. Um, you know, I got a line. I want to get things done. Being that I am so versatile, you know, in differences, you know, having a strategy is key. You know, to not getting lost and you know, getting lost in the shuffle because I'm doing you know ten things at a time. So. Uh, you know, initially it was, it was a hard thing to kind of get adjusted to, but you know, like I said, you know, having a background in sports, you always, you know, always utilize strategy, whether it be, you know, training the right way, you know, when learning what you need, you always got to have a back before you, you, know, you, you do things to be more efficient. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Yeah, I was talking earlier in the show, you know, about when, you know, we work with our, our hosts for doing shows, you know, we have to think about a lot of things like preparing uh, a 13-week uh, uh, outline, say a pilot season, and determining what your topics are going to be and who your guests are going to be on the show. You know, part of this week's strategy, you know, you were the first person I thought of being an athlete and having to strategize pretty much your entire life and work with strategies. So, uh, you know, you're one of the first people I thought about to be a guest on this show. And, of course, I thank you for being on this show. So, you know, we are glad to have you today. Uh, Kareem, can you hear us okay? Yeah. You're cutting in and out on us just a little bit here, so we're trying to uh, 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 bring it back in here. Uh, we'll just keep uh, continuing on talking a little bit about strategy, and we'll try to get Kareem back on in just a moment. So, uh, Jeremy, can you touch on that? Is there any key similarities of uh, of the pregame or strategy that coalesce with uh, with the media side? Sure. I mean, you have to be structured, and my pregame routine, whether it be basketball or baseball, was very structured. I knew what I was going to eat right before the game. I knew right. when I was going to turn on my little pregame songs that I like to listen to yeah. and the warm-up. The, like, it's kind of like Steph Curry in the NBA now. Everybody, he, There's videos about his routine, his pregame routine. And when that gets thrown off, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. I mean, they talked about there was a story. The Cavaliers, the last, they got stuck in traffic a couple, I think it was last week. They were all... Screwed. Everybody's off. They're like three for 20 and shooting and things yeah, like it that. It looks so. like we have a Kareem right. Bab as well. Kareem, welcome back to the show. Thank you, guys. Kareem knows about pregame, NBA pregame routines. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was listening to you guys, and yeah, that routine is key. Like you said, once you, you mess up that routine, guys are definitely mentally growing off a little bit. So, no, absolutely. Can you still beat your brothers? I still beat my brother. I'm a huge... I'm a huge Jayhawk fan. So. My shooting challenge gets better as I age, so that's one thing I feel can do very well. Would Brandon say the same thing? 
Uh, of course not. I will hope not. <laughs> I will hope yeah, not. Would be so. natural if he did. I will forever love that kid because he won a championship with my Jayhawk. So. Oh, oh you Jayhawk. Yeah, yeah. Right. I know you're Mizzou. I, yeah, I'm, I didn't comment on that. Mizzou, Mizzou all day. <laughs> hey, you're no, no longer in the, You're no longer with us, so we I, we can't hate you guys as much as we did when you were there. So. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about kid friendly sports. Kid friendly sports is uh, a partner with a, a great group of guys. Uh, uh, this this happened about last year, and we wanted to kind of address you know some issues in sports because what one of our co-founders John O'Sullivan found out was that you know ten percent of kids under age thirteen are quitting you know youth sports for whatever reason, whether it be bad coaching, um, they're not feeling motivated, you know whatever reasons. Uh, you know he, he has he's done you know TED talk you know on this issue. You know so we wanted to kind of you know bring you know some to the to the marketplace where you know kids, parents, and coaches can go someplace to kind of find information, whatever. You know, maybe happen. So parents might want to know how to deal with the overbearing coach, or uh, you know, kids might want to find out you know how to deal with you know bullying. Our parent, our, our parents want to know about you know anything. So we want to create an app kind of like a WebMD where kids can go out and can go out there and, you know and ask questions. And we got a great affiliate program with you know with, with former and current athletes to kind of serve as that you know information base, um, along with you know specialists and you know guys who've been you know part of the education you know field for you know for years. So we got tremendous knowledge and, and, and tools. That, that, like I said, both coaches, kids, and parents can all use. And this kid friendly app should be up and running, you know, hopefully, you know, very soon. So that app really helps the the kids that are in the, the high school level area or all kids? What age range is all that? Kids, all, all kids. kids yeah. right. I mean, so, like I said, it, the affiliate program giving guys, you know, former guys an opportunity to kind of monetize uh-huh. and, you know, create, you know, custom apps that they can kind of broadcast at their own, you know, white label on the platform. Yep. But also, like I said, the WebMD model. Of just kind of providing as much information to, to parents, kids, and coaches as possible is what we're striving for. That's awesome. Where, that awesome. Kareem, where can you find? Are you going to have that the basketball league that you guys are doing? Is there any way to find out? You can have like box scores and stuff online. Yeah. Uh, What's the website? Yeah, the, the first the, the regular season doesn't start to July. Yeah. Uh, this first kind of exhibition season, we will play one or two games, you know, per month to kind of promote the league. Uh, we got one in St. Louis this weekend, and we got you know a couple in Vegas. Uh, so the first couple games probably not so much, but uh, when the regular season starts in July, they're gonna be they're gonna be broadcast on on ESPN three. So really, um, everybody can get a chance to see them. Yeah, it, it's a pretty big deal. Carl Icahn is behind the league, uh, and you know some really really well known guys, and you know we're, a lot of all the players are very excited about it because a lot of these guys just kind of miss the camaraderie of being on the road. And I mean, I'm speaking these guys are in shape, and I think the quality of basketball is gonna be really good, and it's gonna fit a void, you know, especially in the summertime because. There's nothing there. Baseball, and it's pretty much dead. So have a summer basketball league with high-quality players, the well-known guys that people know. I think it's going to be, you know, it'll be a tremendous success. The best I, part will be when league. somebody from that league gets signed back with the NBA. <laughs> like, hey, okay, we need that five player. I've seen guys. Like, we had like a uh, we had like a, a kind of a mini camp uh, about three weeks ago, Irvine, and I was kind of. I mean, I, I, I kept myself in pretty decent shape, but I was kind of wondering, like, yeah, how guys going to look, and I was. Pleasantly surprised how well guys, how good guys sh- uh, shape there. And so I think a lot of guys may be you know, looking for that, you know, a yeah. stepping stone back into the NBA because the NBA is wide open now. If you can shoot the ball uh, and play a little bit of defense, there's, just, there's definitely there's a, a spot for it. There's a roster spot for you. It's, it's almost yeah. a natural and keeping in shape, right? No, the money they paying. Guys want a little piece of that. <laughs> One yeah. more little piece. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. It's like the D League. It's a different version of the D League almost, but it's like a fantasy exactly. league. Almost. I'm not quite sure why the NBA doesn't do better with the D League. The D League could be a great, uh, a great platform in NBA. I mean, with 40% of the guys playing in the D League, I'm not quite sure why they don't kind of up that level of play. Um, but I mean, this is why Champions League, you know, comes about. I agree. 
minor league baseball does well in these different smaller yeah, states. I mean, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I think because the NBA uh, initially the, the D League was uh, part of the CBA. A lot of CBA owners uh, wouldn't affiliate with, with with the NBA. So once the Agreed. NBA absorbed the D League, a lot of those guys stayed in place. So I think once the NBA fully absorbed the D League and had every team own their affiliate, the league would kind of take off and, and be a better brand of basketball. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be fun to watch. Though that'll be fun to see. You, you forget some of those names as they get older. Some of the guys that have gone out of the league and to be able to kind of watch them again or see them somewhere. You know, that, it's it's cool. going to be great to see you know uh, that league come to shape yeah. because you know these are the guys that you know when I was heavily into watching the game and mm-hmm. playing. This is this is the 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 age group that I watched. So I'm actually excited to see some of the folks that are going to come back and uh, of course, obviously, including you, Kareem. And I think, I mean, it's going to take, you know, uh, you know, one of these huge superstars like a Kobe Bryant and Kevin Garnett, you know, Tim Duncan, you know, one of these newly retired guys, mm-hmm. superstars, Hall of Famer guys, kind of joining the league for it really to be stamped. Uh, uh, yeah. But we only played 14 games in, in July and August, so, it's, you know, like I said, it's not a lot of games. Uh, it's going to be high quality. And like I said, I think it has, you know, tremendous potential. It's great stuff. Kareem, uh, let me ask you, is there anything else you want to talk about here today? Um, uh, we're coming up on break here shortly, but... Uh, I want to talk to you and see if there's anything else that uh, that you really want to talk about today. Oh, I mean, nothing. I'm just here to, you know, just kind of, you know, join the conversation. Okay, uh, cool. You know, that's it. So, you teach us how to sing. <laughs> I can teach you how to sing. I, I, I can't do that. Sing <laughs> <laughs> all over. You guys, you guys will become crooners and be part of my rap pack. Yeah, I, 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 you, you, you were doing a CD that. about. With, I love Buble and Sinatra and those guys. That's your kind of. You like that music, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it kind of pairs with my. I, have, I actually have a lifestyle brand called the Gentleman Brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we do, you know, custom you know, bespoke suits up and all that stuff. So it kind of pairs well with my music. I kind of, you know, want to have a kind of a lifestyle brand. So the music kind of fits, you know, what I'm doing, you know, style wise. So the Rat Pack, my nice. type sound, you know, I want to have a band, kind of the, the Gentleman Brand band nice. at some point in the future. A little black hat. Cigar. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> my calling card is uh, a yeah. mic. Uh, my mic and a, uh, and a stool. Yeah, I, I don't do much dancing. Right <laughs> <laughs> so I can stand up there and sing, though. We need, to nice. get you, we need to get him on The Voice. Absolutely. I, I actually, I tried out for that like uh, two years ago, actually. The Voice, you did? I wasn't, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't prep correctly because I was, I didn't really take it that seriously. I was like, oh, I can go here and sing, and you know, it's not going to be that, that big of a deal. Uh, but watch it was that show all a really big deal. We got to try, so, try that. Want, they want you to be ready. <laughs> it's yeah, all about sound choice. They, had, they, had, they yeah. pretty much had a mock shift stage, uh, the voice stage, you know, in, in this uh, audition. And awesome. I just wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't prepared. But Kareem, we want to thank you very much voice. for joining the show today. We got about thirty seconds here before we wrap. You're tuned into Finding Your Spre- Finding Your Frequency with your host uh, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. I want to thank Kareem Rush as well as Jeremy Borneman for joining us on the show today. When we come back next week, we're going to bring you another fantastic chapter of Finding Your Frequency. Go to jeffspinard.com. Go check out a little bit about the book. Uh, go to voiceamerica.com. You can listen to all the on-demand content. And we're going to take a hiatus for seven days. And we'll see you guys next week. Same time, 2 p.m. Pacific time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. You're 
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 